Welcome to the Nasrad Podcast, where Nasrad talks about movies, a place where movies are discussed. Joining me once again is our chief contributor, Interdimensional Alex. Fellow Earthlings, what's happening? Welcome again, my friend. Thank you very much for having me back for the, I don't even know how many times I've been here. I'm basically just the neighbor who shows up. You know what you, you know? are? You're like Mr. McFeely. Yes! And Mr. Rogers. Well, I, I'd like to stick around, but I got a lot of letters to yeah. deliver today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Mr. Rogers, he said that he regretted naming him Mr. McFeely for obvious reasons. You know, <laughs> it sounds like, like a, hey, <laughs> you, you getting a little too feely there, yeah. Mr. McFeely? Well, folks, yes. today we are going to be talking about a women in prison movie we are also yes. before we watch that women in prison movie we are going to be talking about won't you be my neighbor we are also going to be talking about some of the mystique of chris christopherson yes and so let us begin okay so basically we're going to do this old format mm-hmm. uh of we're going to talk about the movie before we watch the movie then we're going to watch the movie then we're going to have a post discussion but mm-hmm. before we get to that alex mr rogers himself Yes, sir. Alex's last name is Mr. Rogers. I know. Same spelling as well. So, I-E, not with a D. Yeah. You saw Won't You Be My Neighbor, which I think is one of the best movies of this year. Yeah. What did you think? It was great, man. The the whole theater, including me, just rounds of choruses of... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just... It just will wreck you in the best of ways, that movie. Especially if you grew up with it. Yeah. Or if you can, even if you didn't, just look at these generations upon generations of people who not only, you know what it is too, man? I remember other kids at that age and then later on in life being cynical toward him. Yeah. Uh, about him. You know, it's like, it's, oh yeah, Mr. Right. Or <clears throat> you just had people who instantly went for the pedophilia jokes because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you putting on my sweater hello kids and you're like yeah but no it's not that it never was that it's just cynicism yeah everyone's been a victim of bad television and bad education when you get older and when you start to really realize how shitty the world is you start looking back at who cared yeah and that's when you see mr rogers that's beautiful and so the most cynical of motherfuckers are now like oh, he was genuine yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. <clears throat> so i loved it man i mean i've seen most of the clips what i didn't know so much were i never thought about the fact that daniel the sock puppet of the, of the tiger yeah was people really thought that that was the people who worked with fred rogers said that was him yeah isn't it, that nice because no one considers that this man probably in his most private moments has an intense insecurity. Yeah. And maybe even the more influential he became, we don't know if, you know, let's not forget he he was a celebrity in the best. Like, you want to be a public television celebrity. That's like the best thing that could have happened because if he was working with a mainstream network, he may have been an unsavory dude. Yeah, yeah. Let like we you. didn't have a Jimmy Savile, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh right, like, yeah, that, that fucking guy from thing. England, yeah, yeah, that yeah. monster, that monster. Like you know, it could have been that, but thank God it wasn't. Yeah, he was a real man of God. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody, especially with this movie coming out, are sort of breathing a sigh of relief. Like, oh, thank God, Mister Rogers was good. I know. You know? Considering <laughs> in the climate in which we live these days, it's just good to know that there was a genuine guy. One other thing, though, that I did notice, mm-hmm. and I thought was pretty honest of them, they he was not... 
I think he was just as deluded as many Americans were about what homosexuality was. Because remember yeah. that part where he like told a coworker like you can't be going to a gay bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this were happening today, and it sounds like eventually he came around yeah. and, and understood, oh, gay isn't. But you know, when you're growing up in early America, man, or early 20th century America, Jesus, like especially well-meaning. Something that I've always thought is so unfortunate is well-meaning religious people who truly are very nice like they really but they've been told their whole lives that gay is a sin yeah or some people have honestly never been told the difference between a pedophile and a homosexual yeah yeah my impression of that was because i remember that part where it was the the guy that played the police officer in the neighborhood yeah and he was african-american and uh -huh. he was homosexual yeah and and they made him do a marriage video yeah, here's yeah. here's mr and mrs i'm like ah, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that was they were all victims of their time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sorry, you were saying? No, no, but there was this that part <clears throat> where I think Mr. Rogers loved him as he loved everybody. Yeah. But I think he was maybe more afraid of losing sponsors. And yeah. He, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I agree. You just wish that maybe he would have gone to the sponsors yeah. and been like, uh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I have a gay cast member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been really interesting in like the '60s or '70s. This off, this gay, this black gay officer yeah. saying, "By the way, Fred, my <laughs> husband and I will be cut." If they'd done that in the '70s, I don't think some yeah. people were ready yeah. for that. I think if he was still around, he would have addressed, you know, gay issues in a in a yeah. thoughtful kind of you know humanistic yeah. way and stuff. You know what's so funny? Did you notice that? Towards the end of the movie, they were talking about his, the impact and his legacy. And they're like, and during these times, no one said anything about these times. But everyone in the yeah. movie who was being interviewed got it. You yeah. can tell that this is a Trump era documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny because it's a giant orange elephant in the room that you don't really need to mention when you're contrasting that with Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, who, and that was, you told me about this too, the 143, I yeah. love you. Tell and me. how he, well, yeah, so there, he had this number, which he loved, which was kind of like his mantra symbol, and he would show it on the show. And he made no mystique out of it. He explained it to the, even the kids. He's like, well, I, I is one letter, love is four letters, and you is three letters. Yeah. One, four, three. And miraculously, he weighed 143 pounds consistently throughout his life because yeah. i believe he swam a mile a day yeah yeah that's nuts that's great that's so beautiful that's i love like... that he swam too and they show footage of him yeah. underwater footage yeah, of this yeah, guy yeah. at one point he did this beautiful little spiral oh yeah it's thing in the under the water yeah, yeah yeah what's it called it, no i said it's in the trailer oh i thought you were yeah. like i thought you said yeah, oh that's called the trill oh, i was no, like no. oh there's a there's you a move for this swimming moves are you kidding me <laughs> no but uh, you know what's funny and after he would swim he would answer fan mail. He would personally <clears throat> answer fan mail, which brings me to a, a little thing. You got a, a letter from I Mr. Rogers did, when you dude. were a kid. Can you I did. Okay, so so his son's name is okay. So he has a son, and that son has a child uh -huh. named Alexander. Yeah. So I'm Alexander. And my dad has the same name as Fred Rogers' son. Now, if my grandfather was also Fred Rogers, that would have been, you know, way too coincidental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is, the son and the grandson have the same names as Fred Rogers' family lineage. Mm. So my mother, bless her heart, at the time encouraged me. He's like, and I'm like, what, in second grade or something? Yeah. You should write him. We're not expecting anything serious. No, he writes back, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's not even if it was an intern who who like got into the I, but i can believe i can believe it was mr yeah. Roger, it was so personalized and it wasn't just a thanks for writing and a picture of him signing yeah, no yeah, no yeah. he as i recall and I just asked my mom the other day after seeing the. I was like, please tell me we have that letter. She's like, oh, yeah, it's in the archive. So yeah. I, I'm going to check it out. Next yeah, time I yeah, go home, I'm yeah. going to ask to see it. Take a picture of it. I'm going to take and, a picture. Because you know, basically, I, he, he wrote back and he said something like, isn't it incredible that on this beautiful planet there can be so many other Rogers families? And, you know, like, like, cause it, he basically said exactly what Mr. Rogers would do. Yeah. Yes, I hear what you're saying, child. Let me really examine what you're looking at and then let me, you know, offer you some more in life. And then yeah. I remember he, he told me. Too like he's like I he also included a, a here's a program you know yeah. you know, it wasn't pro, a program yeah. of all the upcoming shows just a sweet yeah cool dude and it sounds like he was that off camera too yeah. his sons you know yeah. although they did mention at one point it's like you know sometimes he would put on the Lady Elaine voice <laughs> to let us know that we were kind of pushing yeah, the buttons yeah, there yeah. you got to give him credit he was a human being like yeah. anyone else in yeah. fact he said something like. One of the cast members said something like, and he said, that person's full of shit. And those were his words. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I can tell you, because <clears throat> after I saw the documentary, I, I went on a Mr. Rogers tear, and I was just mm-hmm. reading everything that I could find about yeah. it, because I love the man. Yeah. And yeah, that was him. He wrote the letter. After he would do the swimming, he would he would write each fan letter. Dude. He never had like an intern do it or something like that. What a yeah, great guy, right? Man. And, and just... Think about how you don't think that that's going to matter so much in people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. You really, you know, I uh, I met a little. Uh, I have a lot of these extended relatives. It's it's complicated, but I'll, we'll just call this person sort of like a little cousin of mine. Yeah. I I for a summer, basically was the nanny for these twins, boy and girl. Yeah, and they're like. 22 now it's crazy to me because they're always going to be like seven-year-old brats in yeah, my mind yeah. i say it lovingly because they're they're <laughs> they're they're the you know they're amazing they yeah. want to do incredible things and i love them even at that time but i used to like how the hell do i like wrangle their attention and people forget they just want to they want something creative and cool and i made up stories on the spot big tall tales yeah and basically with like conan like plots like about heroes and warriors <laughs> and magic and they were mesmerized i didn't think he would be much just seeing him just a couple months ago this guy is now a young man he's like i remember the stories you told me i remember the names of the characters and that was so cool yeah. i was like wow just like you forget yeah. like do something even just remotely cool for right. a kid yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a hero yeah for, you know then on and like and i i think about lastly i know i'm talking a lot no, no. Way, i think about people who were in broken homes yeah yeah who yeah. their only solace was that little box where they'd see mr rogers on tv yeah and i and i love too because they made a good point about it too it's like there was so much silence on his show that no network would have stood for they couldn't do like a whole minute where it's like kids you want to see what a minute looks like yeah. here's, an egg, egg timer. here's yeah. an egg timer for a full minute <laughs> like that to me is not even just brilliant children making that's brilliant filmmaking yeah that's yeah. like kubrick level kind yeah, of yeah. shit yeah, just yeah, like seriously. nope we're gonna show one minute go by yeah. that's it i mean he was an amazing person so uh, let me ask you how many ice cream cones i don't uh, let me explain the ice cream <coughs> scale oh yeah for our new listeners uh the ice cream cone scale is from a scale of one to ten ice cream cones 
If the movie completely blows us away, it's an ice cream sundae. If it if we have mixed feelings, it's a banana split. And if it's total garbage, it's puke. <laughs> uh, what was your score, sir? I Mr. mean, Rogers? you know, I, I have to give it just a very easy ice cream sundae. Yeah. And you know why? Because... Look, it's not going to have any twists and turns. There's not going to be a, but wait. Yeah. There's a, no, no, no. It's a pretty straightforward story. Yeah. But it's an amazing glimpse at a real human being. Yeah. I respect whoever you believe in in your faith. I'm just telling you, there's a real person who lived on our planet, and we have nothing but footage and audio to back yeah, it up, yeah, yeah. where he did some truly Christ-like things. Yeah, yeah. You ask me, he's probably the best Christian we've ever had. Yeah. Publicly. Yeah, I think so. And I, I and so. I've met other Mr. Rogers people who, who in, in life who are and I mean that in the religious sense, other people who are sweet Christians who don't wish any ill upon you and, yeah, and yeah. are tolerant yeah. of every other you know, you yeah. can imagine him having... A, I don't know if he had an episode where like a practicing Muslim came on. I, yeah, I yeah, bet yeah. he would have, yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. Even if you really read your Jesus, I know the the Bible is fucked up because you'll find things that support slavery, but yeah. Jesus, I believe, said, oh, no, 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 take in the refugee, the, the, the other, take in the others. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I, mean, I mean, you know, the movie couldn't have come at a better time, I think. Yeah. It, I think the, the, go ahead. Do you remember what he said in that post 9-11 speech that he made? And they showed, he did, a chills went over me. He said, in these times, we must remember, and he said something. Look for we're the, the helpers. Look that. for the helpers, and also in, in the somethings of creativity. We are the... I, I, I know what you're talking and about. The, I, I forget yeah. the word. We'll, we'll, we'll pro, you know, if you're listening, write in to <laughs> yeah, say something. Yeah. But like, it, it was, we're the... Um, the protectors of creativity, the 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 progenitor. He had like a word. It just it made me want to like yeah. stand up in the theater. Yeah, yeah. By the way, when it was all over, I was I had to almost stop myself from just I wanted to shout to the theater. I love everyone here. <laughs> everyone here is so great. Yeah. But I just don't trust adults to hear that without getting yeah. all like oh, that's weird. <laughs> Do you know what <laughs> even I after did? that movie? Yeah. I. You know, the movie is going. And listen, yeah. folks, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If, yeah. if you grew up on Mr. Rogers, it'll extract so many tears from your eyes. It's ridiculous. But I, you know, I tear up in movies, mm -hmm. but I don't audibly cry. I'm not like, yeah. you know, like, but there were, there was a part where I, I made a noise and I got really embarrassed because like uh -huh. I'm sitting like a little bit in the front of the theater and there's all these people behind me and they're like, you know, this, this schmo, you know, cried oh, no, or something. Dude. Yeah. Everyone was crying. Yeah. No, theory. I could hear yeah, people in the background. Oh, yeah. But usually when a movie is over, I stick around for the credits, you know, and just, you know, yeah. stick around. I ran the fuck out of it because I did not want one person to see my big pussy self, you yeah, know, like dude. With tears in my well, eyes. Well, you know what shit. you would have seen, by the way? Because well. I was so kind of stunned by it all. I couldn't really move for a sec. And yeah. I sat for the whole thing and kind of wept for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. I get up and the ushers know that this is what happens in the movie. So they're like... We're letting you all know that there's Kleenex out in the lobby. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Like, with this Kleenex. And they all looked at us like we had been through something. They're like, have a great day. Yeah, 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 have yeah, a great day. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, it was just so that. sweet. And I thought, you know what? Not bad. If it if this is what it takes for all of us to just be a little 
sweet to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. job, Mr. I, Rogers. I remember the the ushers kind of looking at me running away <laughs> and thinking, this pussy. He's this <laughs> fucking... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, he felt a feeling. Yeah. But Alex, yeah. let's say there's a kid out there, right? Yeah. He, he's, he's hip to Mr. Rogers, but he really needs a, a strong spirit animal to sort of, you know... Take his, uh, you know, take his, 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 his essence and really be the best him that he could be by modeling himself yeah. after someone cool. Yeah. Who is that cool guy? Well, recently it's been Chris Christopherson oh, for yeah. me. And Tell- I, I don't know if this is the best. Actually, he's even, <clears throat> God, that guy has and had a way gruffer, raspier voice than I can even. He was like, well, I'm Chris Christophe. Like early yeah. in his fucking career too, when he was practically just speak writing his songs. Yeah, um, I've had a Chris Christophe. Well, it's a couple times throughout my life, I'll have a Chris Christophers in Revolution. But I've been having one big time yeah. recently. He's just a cool dude. If anyone doesn't know who I'm talking about, this is a guy who started his career as a singer songwriter. This guy wrote the lyrics to some of the most influential country songs. Now, let me make something very clear here. You say country nowadays, and everyone has this kind of idea of what it's been like over the last 10 to 20 years. I'm talking about the rebel outlaw country days. This is a class of cool dudes like Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, and Chris Christopherson, and others who I'm only just recently learning about. So if I didn't mention your hero out there, sorry, people. But basically, that sound, that cool fucking, like, these these are songs about waking up hungover, can't find where the weed and the booze and the women are at and you're yeah. fucked for a couple of, like it's yeah, those yeah, kinds yeah, of yeah, stories yeah. of just like hard shit, living shit hard living what i learned on the road shit yeah and um but the guy himself became more than a singer songwriter chris christopherson became an actor and he's been in a shit ton of things yeah, yeah. he's been in shit that you don't even realize that he's been in blade Blade. If yeah. you like the Blade trilogy, he's Whistler. He's the yeah. older guy. Yeah. Who and I and I'm only I'm peripherally aware of those movies. But if if I bet though he has a couple little laconics phrases yeah. where you're like, oh, that's good. He's just cool. Yeah, yeah. So I've been watching his earlier shit, like his early movies, because this guy was a he. There was a time in the '70s where he was a bankable. And look, I don't care about bankability. I really don't. Like, I, a cool person's a cool person to me, no matter what. He just happened to also be in a caliber where he was with, like, on, like, the Paul Newman, Steve McQueen level yeah, of, yeah. of bankability. Like, oh, oh, this guy, he's money. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. And he was, was and is just a beautiful dude. I, did, I don't know. To me, he seems like an awesome guy, full of flaws, full of faults, didn't seem to make too many secrets about those. Also an incredible poet and just a badass and a beard that just makes you want to fucking just like, God, that's, I want that beard. (laughs) And he did a lot of very interesting movies in the seventies. First one I'll mention, because I've been watching them a lot these week. I'll I'll just go through them real briefly. Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Right. Listen, as you go through them. Yes. I'm going to, after you describe them. Yeah. Give a quick ice cream cone rating. Okay, okay, okay. Right, Sounds cool. good. Not to put you on the spot. No, yeah. no, no. Let me say. Okay, actually, and I'm going to start. With, I didn't watch it this time, but I. But years ago, I saw the first movie. Well, I, I think he did a couple of early things, but the first one where he's like, "Hi, I'm in this movie. I'm a star." Yeah. It's called Cisco Pike. You ever heard of that one? No. Never. It has Gene Hackman as the bad guy, and it even has Harry Dean Stanton as as like one of Chris's friends. In the oh, movie. Yeah? He's a weed dealer up against a crooked cop. But what's funny is they treat weed like cocaine. Like, it's like a... It's like, oh, shit, he's a weed dealer. Like, it's like bad news for this guy in that movie. Then he does 
the following year, he's in Sam Peckinpah's movie, and he's in the title as Billy the Kid in the movie Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Oh, okay, so Cisco Pike, eh, six or seven ice cream yeah. cones. It's uh. it's just fun. It's uh, nothing important, but it was just it, it's one of those sort yeah. of it's in the caliber of those sort of seventies. It's it's right. like kind of white superfly, but right. not as cool. You have to yeah. choose between six or seven. You cannot do both. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, then it's I'm going to say seven. Feels. Just to, okay, to, okay, because cool. that's leaning okay. leaning on the side I of apologize. cool I didn't mean for Christopher. Sound authoritative. No, no. You know. uh, uh, and then uh, let's see for Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Yeah. Oh, that's that's easily like eight or nine. It's yeah. great. Oh yeah, yeah dude, dude, because that's. It's Sam Peckinpah. And you know what's amazing about Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, by the way? Are you mm. familiar with it at all? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. In fact, right I would suggest we've done a Peckinpah episode, which we called The Poetry of Sam Peckinpah. Yeah. I would suggest we do another one where we pick three more. Oh, dude. And we did that last summer. Mm-hmm. And maybe this sometime this summer before the summer ends. We could yeah, do a day like man. that or something. I'm, I'm down. There, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid would be one of them. We could do... You know what? Because there's three Westerns, and I and, and I love Peck and Bob. These are kind of like the other three that we haven't done that I think are watchable. You know, for, <laughs> and and sorry, Sam. You know I love you, but like I'm not going to watch Junior Bronner or, or fucking The Killer Elite every day yeah. or The Osterman Weekend or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, Those uh, sound fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, but in fact, I don't mean to... You know what? I like... He even did one later on with Chris Christopherson called convoy i don't know if you've heard of that one I gotta, but like i'm curious it's about fun <laughs> it's not amazing but anyway but like he did ride the high country which he made before the wild bunch mm. but a great western yeah and i think ahead of its time because it's early 60s then you got the ballad of cable hogue with um jason robarts uh-huh. the, uh, and then of course pat garrett and the billy kid so if we want we could do a sam peckinpah trilogy poetry thing and eh, something I'm to think down. about for later I'm 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 down. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was a major divergence to just Sorry. one thing about and not to give anything away, but like what what's cool about Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid is that it's about what happens when one of you goes straight. Uh-huh. And the other one's like, "No, we we set out as outlaws." Yeah. I'm staying as an outlaw. And the other one's like, times are changing. Straight in what sense? Like, oh, yeah, like, sorry. That makes it sound like... like hang, yeah, Hanging up the spurs <clears throat> and the six-shooter away. Pat that kind Garrett of realizes that if he wants to... If there's any survival, you have to start shooting for the man. You got to uh-huh. start working. And Billy the Kid's like, uh, I don't know what West you grew up in, but I'm fucking... I'm, no, I'm an outlaw. Yeah. Well, fuck that. The, uh-huh. I'll never... So... There's a line in the beginning where it's like, well, I have to, Billy. Times change. And then Chris Christopherson says, times change. Not me, you know. Nice. So it's a cool Ooh. movie, and it's what happens when, oh fuck, my, my the bad the bad guys quote unquote are yeah. just dudes who I rode with over the last ten years, but now times are changing. Yeah. So every death in that movie is tragic. Wow, because it's people who've known each other, and yeah. it's like shit. I know it was either you or me, but I hate that I've just outlived you. It's like yeah. that's like the whole theme of that movie. So it's very. It's like it feels like a very mature kind of peck and paw because it's grounded in right. a lot of tragedy. I mean, right, it's got right. it's got plenty of badass lines and great slow motion shooting, and yeah, it's, it's got all the classic peck and paw. Yeah. But there's this sort of heartbreak to it that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that one's nice with right there. Now, so did you give it ice cream? You gave it. Yeah, that was like, like eight yeah, or nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's a strange little cluster that he made, kind of like in the mid '70s. I'm I'm skipping over Alice doesn't live here anymore because I haven't seen that in forever yeah, and I yeah. don't really know that. But yeah. this, these are things that I've seen recently. Okay, he did one called Vigilante Force. 
1976. Mm. Uh-huh. And it was just fun. Yeah. It ain't a great movie, but it was it was that it's it's I think it's kind of in the same vein of what we're going to be watching tonight. Uh-huh. Exploitation 70s flick. Yeah. And f- and just a cool idea. There's this rowdy redneck town that everyone's just drunk. They can't keep any shit together. So we need to hire a special force of cops because the local cops ain't doing shit. Uh. So they unwisely hire Chris Christopherson, who is, though a badass and very cool, a, a like psychotic ex-Vietnam highest caliber soldier uh-huh. you can get. It's kind of like evil Rambo, basically, uh-huh. where he starts out beating up guys that you're like, yeah, he should. These are fucking drunk assholes. And, he, and there's a scene where these two drunk yokels are just they won't leave each other alone and christopherson at first is cool like all right you guys break it up yeah and then they keep doing it and he just is like all right because they don't learn and you see him wail on this guy Mm. and even though this is kind of a cheap exploitation 70s nothing movie the way they lit it half his face is in shadow half not and he just looks dead he's fucking dead in his eyes and he's just wailing on this guy plus Christopherson in his college days, he was a Golden Gloves boxer. Oh, really? So, yeah. Here's a couple things about Christopherson that's cool. He was a Golden Gloves boxer in his college years. Uh-huh. He was a Rhodes Scholar. I only kind of... Whoa. I, yeah, I'm only so familiar with this, but that's this is a, a highly coveted yeah. thing. Where no, that's he, big. That's, huge. Yeah. He went to Oxford. Like, Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is one of those, like, rare things, and he had already published some shorts. He was a brilliant guy from a military family. Wow. And we're talking about generations of military men. So he's like of a he's like of a warrior class, you right, know. Right, yeah. And his dad is expecting him, and he he's going to West Point. He wanted to go to Vietnam because he he even said, "I thought we were doing the right thing." So I was like, "All right, send me to war. I'm going to go to Vietnam." But fate had it where he was stationed to teach English at West Point, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, "I don't want to teach fucking English at West Point." And he, of course, his heart was in Hank Williams' music and the uh, old, you know, the the rebel outlaws before his yeah, generation yeah, yeah. so he then and and plus he did all the right the things and i say right with bunny ear quotes because everyone's getting married at 20 back uh-huh. then so he did that he had a, he had two kids very young with a first wife oh yeah but then he tastes some stardom with his songwriting but oh by the way he's also a helicopter pilot just to add to his coolness this guy's a fucking helicopter pilot wow. And there's an urban legend. Well, there's a half true story where he landed his helicopter in Johnny Cash's backyard. Yeah. That part is true. Oh, yeah. The part that's been embellished is that Johnny Cash was there and they were like, oh, hi, nice to, you know, yeah. but he did. He landed his, his helicopter in the backyard and got either to June or to like the groundskeeper, I think a demo tape of his, because he was like, get this to Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. And like, and I don't yeah. know if that was the thing, but shortly after that, Johnny Cash, who I think was one of the first guys to go, oh, this guy's legit. And, yeah. and Johnny Cash made one of his songs super fucking famous called Sunday Morning Coming Down. It's a great, great song about like what happens when the bars are closed Sunday morning and you're and you're not going to church and you're thinking about how your life went wrong and you're stuck in the sober moment. It's Uh, like uh. so anyway, yeah, Vigilante Force. It's cool because he's just he's 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 uh, you kind of want to root for him at first, but then you realize this guy's just gonna, he and all of his Vietnam buddies are about pr- to turn the entire town into a war zone, uh, basically. So it's just a cool action film. Does it have that, film, yeah. like, grungy 70s exploitation violence? <clears throat> Abs- absolutely. Nice. It, it has, like, you know, all those, that massive, you know, paint blood, you know, the <laughs> big paints of red oh, yeah. blood, and uh, 
and uh, yeah, just uh, and and fun, just fun show. It's up. It's not great. It's it's about as good as any of the other exploitative stuff uh, that we watch. Uh, but it's fun. Uh, how many? Ice oh, dude, on? that one I'm giving. Like, I'm gonna give just a good solid seven and i yeah. don't mean any disrespect but i'm just saying like it's just fun yeah, yeah. but but for his performance i'm gonna ba- i'm gonna just say his performance is like a good eight because it's because yeah. it just kind of makes you go huh i just i don't know he has a cool you can believe he because he grew up in a military family and he certainly you know he was like actually he was a captain dude he was a straight-up captain in the uh army oh yeah like, this guy had an Damn. amazing career before and then, and all of that to then become a janitor in Columbia Studios. He was there when uh, Bob Dylan was cutting some of his most iconic albums yeah. and just kind of keeping a low profile. But later on, they would both be in Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Because I forgot to mention, Bob Dylan is in. Not only does he do the soundtrack to knock Pat on. Garrett and Billy the Kid. Yeah, dude. Knock, knocking, knocking on Heaven's Door, which everyone, even Bob Dylan fans, who I should say people who aren't Bob Dylan fans, they know that song. Yeah first heard in that movie yeah there's a beautiful scene where a character is slowly dying with that song happening it's see beautiful. i gotta watch that yeah, yeah i mean you know the funny thing is before you sort of you know because i think your your knowledge of peck and paw you know is bigger than mine mm-hmm. uh you told me that like that was from a knocking on heaven's door was from a movie i was like mm-hmm. really i thought that was just you know a song yeah, it that, became you know, one of bob's staple songs that uh, everyone sings but yeah. it's first appearance it's not even on one of his proper albums yeah. you get that on the pat garrett and billy the kids soundtrack right. i mean later on you're gonna find all of his best ofs but it first appeared in that movie yeah, yeah man uh let me just briefly mention a few more um please there's also what else did i see uh uh recently okay so here's one that maybe everyone's heard of because it's also it's about to be remade again uh a star is born right <laughs> well i think it was remade like i saw the poster of it at the theater the yeah. Okay. yeah 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 lady same gaga yeah. lady gaga is yeah. gonna be the the barbara, the barbara streisand, streisand. My, yeah. and mind you barbara streisand is the whoever it was before her there this is going to be the apparent someone said it's the fourth or fifth depending on which versions you're counting so apparently there's the this story has been done a lot which is a yeah. a rising someone falls in love with a falling someone else yeah now i here's the thing there's some the movie is beautiful it's well made mm. it's well shot gorgeous right. to look at and Chris Christopherson is amazing in it. Like, I thought this was kind of the It movie that put him on the star map. He became this incredibly way too famous for him to even be prepared for kind yeah. of status. And uh, meanwhile, though, I'm watching the whole movie looking at Barbara Streisand being like, why are you so important? <laughs> yeah. she's, just, is, she's odd. And she... Okay, what do I mean by that? Look, she sings fine, but she just seems... She, I don't believe that she's a struggling, yeah. <laughs> egoless young artist. Yeah. Who's, and and everything she says is like a Neil Simon kind of like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like everything, oh, really? every line she has... Wait, was it written such, by Neil Simon? No, no, no. But, but and it's I, very one line and, and Yeah, and I, and no, and I don't mean to knock Neil Simon because he's a great writer too, but you know... Nice sucks. Come on. Well, no, just in terms of like, okay, you got like Christopherson, <laughs> who's just got like this cool kind of Texas drawl, and she's like, it's the kind she, it's the kind of person where you're like, hey, listen, can you keep it down? And then she'd be like, all right, I got the note. I, I hear what you're saying. Keep my voice down. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's that kind. It's just yeah. this chatty sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah, commenty yeah. thing. And dude, when you first meet her, it's just embarrassing because she's part of a tr- uh, a trio of singers, uh-huh. and they're called. 
the Oreos. Why? Because she's the cream in the center of two African-American oh, really? female singers. And then you just mm. immediately, in this day and age, you watch that and you're like, oh, God, that's, no, that's, don't. That's weird. But you know what's funny is I found Roger Ebert's review from 1976. Oh, and he wrote for that part. He says, get the joke? I wish I didn't. <laughs> wait, know, wait, wait. Tell me, what did he give the... Oh, like two stars. He, he was oh, like, really? Because he was like, this is baffling. He, and he didn't seem to... I think a lot of people at the time wrote off Chris Christopherson is just a good looking dude who didn't yeah. have to do much but yeah. dude I have to take him I've been shitting on Barbara and look and, and look Barbara has some great vulnerable moments I'm gonna give that to her too yeah. she had some moments where I was like oh shit oh yeah that's tender yeah. I'm gonna give her that but even Roger even he brought up a good point they're like they they ditch the city they buy a, like a, a ranch out in Arizona yeah and they're riding horseback and she's dressed like she's about to go out to lunch somewhere on like fifth avenue you know what i mean like, she's not dressed for yeah, yeah. the countryside it right. kind of just looks like barbara stars and living at the height of her fame is pretending to be a nobody yeah and that's the part where i was like i don't believe that they really should have also should have been one of the black ladies she sang with if they really wanted to do that movie it should have been about a black soul singer rising up to her stardom meeting this country singer oh they wouldn't have been ready for that in the hollywood 70s, has no fucking balls they have no balls dude but that would have been and in fact today it shouldn't be with uh lady gaga that would be an amazing story about like a talented black singer and a falling well and by the way this movie should have been called a star is dying because if you ask me it's about chris christopherson's descent he is and i looked this up too he, he in real life drunk and or stoned for every single scene and you can see it oh, in wow. the movie because he's uh, it's about a rocker who is on a downward spiral of alcoholism yeah. and it even has a kind of leaving las vegas vibe to it oh, in yeah. terms of just like you, there's this love they can't live without each other and yet there's this demon in the room which is alcoholism yeah. is he yeah. like a sloppy, gross drunk, or is he just kind of a mean dude when he gets drunk? And no, he, like, yells at <clears throat> no, he well, he does everything like he, he fucks other women, which is a big problem, uh-huh. and he was apparently doing that in real life as uh-huh. well, you know. But like, he is, uh, and I'm trying to remember, does he? slap around Barbara Streisand at some point. If there I think is a part does, like that, yeah. I will definitely watch it. <laughs> no, I love No, he, he definitely is. I mean, he, it kind of depends. If you ask me, he looks cool throughout it, but he's not, yeah, he's, he's a sloppy drunk. He, he's, oh, yeah. he's clumsy. There's a part where she wins a Grammy and he just like, yeah, and he's like in the <laughs> audience and he like goes up on stage and trips over his yeah. shoes Oh, God. Okay, here's the other part that this one last complaint about, Barbara, real briefly. There's a scene where she and her her singers, they're about to do a commercial. Yeah. And one of them even says, like, look, I know the script is funny, but it's money, honey. And I was like, and so that's her way of being like, okay, Barbara, we got to make our money, though, because, you know, we're a trio and we got to end. And Barbara, her character is just like, I'm sorry. I just don't believe the script. I don't believe we'd say that. I don't, you know, and then they're like, all right, ladies. We're, we're good then because these characters are like great great you don't want to make the commercial we we don't have to deal with you and then her fellow backups being look at her and they and they do this whole little like oh i guess we lost the job today like they yeah. don't show what would happen in real life if i ruined a gig for you and me dude because yeah. i'm like oh excuse, I don't, and you're like what the fuck you alex yeah, yeah, yeah. it's money shut the fuck up we yeah. just gotta make this <laughs> yeah, paycheck yeah. you know like I, I hate when every side character has to kiss the main character's ass right. have you noticed that in some yeah, movies yeah, yeah, yeah definitely 
you know how there's also the character where the whole town knows the character every fucking person knows them and they yeah, don't yeah. have any like i hate that yeah. like that's no that's the star wanting yeah. to be loved by everyone well, anyway so that movie though is just great there's a scene where christopherson knows he's a fuck up yeah and barbara's railing him for it because she's just caught him with another woman in there but right after they've like affirmed their love and mm. he's and he's fucking another woman and he basically tells her, he's like, I have a problem. I have, and like, it's, be- he's so vulnerable. He's all tearing up and shit. Like, that's cool. It's just cool. Cause this is, this is like a man's man, you know, like, yeah. with like another kind of like a Gary Cooper kind of just yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's just, just so tender, so fragile. And I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, a movie he did in the eighties with Willie Nelson called songwriter. It's yeah. really hard to find. I had to order it off of Amazon for six bucks on DVD. Uh, it's so under loved by anyone that even the DVD doesn't even have a chapter menu. It just says play. It's oh, just, really? it's, it's just a, it's a menu screen of the two of them on stage playing. And yeah. it just says play. That's fucking brutal. That's all you get to do. <laughs> no, no little, not even a, pr- you know, those old DVDs that had, uh, um, Program or what production notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, yeah. you had to read a DVD screen. Oh, they don't yeah. Even, they don't even have that for this <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. But that's just a fun fucking movie. What's it about? Songwriter? Yeah. Dude, it's just, it's kind of Willie and Chris playing themselves. Uh, but it's good. If you ask me, it's a little more of an emphasis on Willie's storyline where he, and but they're, they're like bros on the road and they, yeah. and, but Willie has um, been fucked over by the music industry. Yeah. So he has this very comical, brilliant kind of fun adventure ride with all of his musician buddies to get back at the music industry and to do things their own way. Rebel radio, uh, baby, rebel cowboy uh, music. Uh. And it's just really good concert footage of them doing their shit. Excellent singing and um, just funny fucking moments. Really, uh. really, you know, just, just silly one-liners. Has a great clip pacing. Rip Torn is in it as oh, yeah? as he's the the roadie manager oh. who's like organizing all their gigs and he's on pills like his character is up the whole goddamn movie yeah. he's at, even as a moment where it's like I took a couple uppers that's true <laughs> <laughs> good stuff oh yeah man so there, it's been good he's just a, he's a hero of old day. in in more recent days I never I want to see this but did you ever see Lone Star no but i know john sales directed john sales and he apparently is like cooper is in it yeah yeah and and you forget how long mcconaughey has actually been relevant he's a 90s name you forget that there's lots of 90s movies and that's a mcconaughey movie where he's i think he's the young cop who suddenly realizes how fucking corrupt the whole thing is and christopherson is your main bad guy oh yeah in fact isn't he the top top bad guy in i always get ransom and payback mixed up i mean payback Oh That's the- shit! Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Uh-huh. When we did our um, fuck, who was it? Who our John Borman. It? Yeah, uh, our John double, Borman yeah, yeah. double feature. With and we Point saw Blank. With yeah. Point Blank, I was like, oh, this is payback. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Pay- actually, payback is that. Payback is that. And yeah, yes. he is the the big heavy. He's I mean, there's the this part, cheese. dude. Yeah. Where he's like, he's got. I mean, this isn't spoiler, but he's yeah. got he's got the hero at a disadvantage. Yeah. And it's it's like they're gonna torture him, and he's like, you know, you're gonna we aren't going to stop until you find out what your testicle tastes like. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, That's pretty major. Yeah. You know? Dude, you could have Christopherson read the back of a cereal box and it would just be sexy, cool, and badass it's all cool. at once. Yeah. It's cool. You know, if I did a, a Star is Born, like a remake, yeah, I would have his death be like... A, first of all, I think I would use... Who's an actor that I would... I'd have, I'd use Zach Braff as him, you know? <laughs> yeah. And... 
when he dies, like I would have him like like an alcoholic, like he pisses himself, he shits himself, he throws up, and then he yeah. just dies. And so you know, sorry. They <laughs> did. You know what's funny is that movie would have been a class. Okay, so we're, I'm about to spoil the shit out Please. of it. So sorry, S- Star is Born people, and see it anyway. By the way, Gary Busey's in it as uh, the, oh yeah, as uh, Christopherson's road manager. Is it before he was completely fucking insane? I think he was. Pro- I think he's always been insane. <laughs> yeah. and, and but what's funny is he's the voice of so not the voice of reason but he's the one who's just all business and he's constantly providing Christopherson with coke hits throughout that movie oh, yeah. he's just always running up with a spoon being yeah. like the crowd's rowdy out there man you better get up because you've, you know, he, yeah. he always is trying to get Christopherson out of his alcoholic yeah. slump so give him some cocaine yeah. with those yeah. big chompers of his you know what I'm talking about? The dollars who? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's still got the whole thing where it's like, listen, you got to go out there and you got to show those people who's. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's still yeah. yeah. But uh, in um, the movie. You can tell Christofferson is about to kill himself, and it's heartbreaking because he has, um, he's finally worked things out with Barbara, where they're over. You know, they've hurt. They've she's been betrayed by him a couple times in the movie, but now he really is like, I love you, love you, love you, love you, and they're in the their ranch in the middle of nowhere. And he keeps mentioning, he's like, I got to get up early in the morning. I have to pick up. The, he, he's lying about Gary Busey's character. Like, I have to pick him up from the airport. And you're thinking like, why would he have to? And then you're kind of going with it. And he wait, they wake up and she's sleepy and he gets up and he's just looking at her. And you can tell he's looking at her like, this is the last time I'm going to see her. And he goes out, cracks open a beer, gets into his vehicle and spits speeds off and he's and oh you know here's he when he leaves he cranks up his music that he does in the Uh, movie so his rock and roll music to be all like yeah i'm badass and then when he's away from the ranch he pops in barbara streisand's tape listening to her music which uh is a totally different style anyway and that's they make a point of that in the movie she's not a rocker she's like that you know concert singer and he's listening to her sing as he just downs the beer car is swerving and dude, if the, if they had ended it on this shot, it would have been a fuck. If you ask me, it would have been a classic. Yeah. You just see the car. So so you're looking at me. It's like a painting. You see the distance of the top of a road, then dip off and disappear. And you see his red car just and to the music. It's like the final notes of the song. Yeah. If they had cut to black when the when his car, which is swerving, disappears off the road. And just rolled the credits there, it would have been a fucking perfect. Yeah. But no, then we had to then show the obligatory. They don't show him crash, but immediately after that, you see a helicopter landing, and you see all the commotion, and you see, and then you see Barbara have to do the whole her dramatic Oscar moment of crying over his dead yeah, body, yeah, yeah. and then we see an eight minute un- uninterrupted shot of her now. Because uh, remember, a star is born, so she has to have her moment of fame singing at the end, which is all right if if you're a big Barbara head, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm the I'm a Chris Barbara head. head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a Chris head, and I'm watching that going, ah, oh. he because it was so great, man. I love a- ambiguity. It wouldn't have been ambiguity. We know he's not coming back because he's swerving, going into the distance, and hearing Barbara Streisand's beautiful song. It would have been the perfect cut to right. black ending right i've never felt that more than at the end of uh do the right thing yeah. do you remember uh, do the right thing yeah. remember how it cuts to black and you're like not nah. yeah. and then and then there's another scene and you're like oh yeah, no yeah, it would have yeah, been perfect yeah. if you just ended right there anyway Whew, I, I, would, I feel like i've 
talk one a other, lot about Christofferson, but yeah. Uh, uh, this, this has been a, a course <laughs> in Chris Christofferson cool. Yeah. The young kids need to hear this. The, you know, kids, yeah. it's important in life to be like Chris Christofferson. You gotta be cool. Yeah, just you be, be cool. But, and, if I may and, say, and in my remake of A Star is Born, oh yeah. Um, I would have him come back as a zombie and throw <laughs> Barbara Streisand off of a mountain. <laughs> You know, but, only but if she can me. then reemerge as Mecca Streisand yeah, or yeah. wherever the, the you know the South Park guys <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. have done her before. So listen, no, I have yeah, nothing yeah. against Barbara Streisand. No, 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 do I? No, do I? But Chris Christopherson's way cooler, yeah. anyway, and I would hate yeah. to be married to her and have her telling me what to do. It would be uh, awful. But listen, yeah. Um, this has been a course. Yes. Chris Christopherson. Oh, cool. I feel like I took like seven years out of all your all Hell life. No. I'm this sorry. Is good. But yeah, yeah. The kids need to know. The, good the, stuff. the people need to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh and, and, and I'm sorry. Last last thing I'm going to say about Chris Christopherson. I talked a lot about his movies. Check out his albums, especially his early stuff in the 70s. And yeah. if I may just mention a couple, I'm just going to say titles. I'm not going to get into them. Just, God, just yeah. titles for everyone out there. The Silver Tongue Devil and I, Border Lord, Jesus Was a Capricorn. Just do those three. If you dig what you're hearing, keep go through his disc, di- right, going through his discography. Right, right. And those I've are... asked you, send me some, send me some like YouTube links. I will, of his, of his I music. will. I, I, I dig the starting dude. after tonight. I dig I will. the dude, man. All right, Alex. Yes, sir. We're gonna watch some women in prison movie. <laughs> but the thing is, I <laughs> yeah. don't know which one we're gonna watch. Now well, here's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's look at. What we, we have this here. DVD, which is very similar to the DVD case that the Death Stalker series was in. I want to say it's the same, uh, you know, people Pretty much. who are putting out Corman's yeah. shit. Yeah. At the top, it says Roger Corman's cult classics triple feature. Yes. It says the Women in Cages collection. Uh huh. And it says the Big Bird Cage. That's the first choice. First choice. Big Dollhouse. Uh huh. And Women in Cages. <laughs> okay. Now here's the thing. We got to select yes. one of these. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm immediately discounting the big dollhouse because I don't know if Pam Greer is in that one. And if she's not in it, I don't care. You know what's funny is I looked on the back and I feel like depending on who she worked with or whatever the deal is, sometimes she had to be Pamela Greer. Yeah. And sometimes she was Pam Greer. Uh And I noticed that when I looked at the back of the box in that movie, Uh she's Pamela Greer. Oh, okay. Now, I got to be honest. In terms of visuals, that seems the least interesting to yeah. me in, ter- in terms of what we're looking at. I've heard of this one right. before. Women in Cages? I feel like... Th- I don't know why. And I did already check. Now, does that one have not only Pam Greer, but also Sid Haig? I think Sid Haig could be probably in all three of these, if I remember May correctly. I yeah, please, go ahead. By the way, so what I'm looking at here are these lovely... class, And this is... Everything was drawn back then. You know, these yeah. cool Painting. animated... Yeah things and and they're hot what can i say folks this is some there's suggestion of bdsm all over this yeah. shit and uh I, and I've lord s- love it yeah it's I've fantastic seen, i've seen many women in prison movies they have lots of uh the ones from the 70s lots of titties and bush and shower <laughs> scenes and stuff they're they're, they're really today's great. program there should be so many titties and bush yeah, you yeah. shan't know to, there's gonna be so much titty but your head's gonna spin yeah, yeah, yeah. uh let's see here also donald so, we should watch a woman in prison uh, movie well you know oh yeah it looks like he now let me sometimes i'm also interested in okay so 1971 big dollhouse Women in Cages, 1971, Big Bird Cage, 72. You know what I kind of... Okay, you you tell me first. What, what do you think? I'm leaning towards Women in Cages. Okay. What, well, which one were you going to lean towards? I was leaning towards the Big Bird Cage just because it seems like the more full, but then Women in Cages oh, looks oh, oh, awfully oh. titillating. Yes. Well, I'll tell you what. 
but you know it what? also and maybe they knew what they were doing a bit more by the time they got to the big bird cage. So that's that's 72 the other ones are 71 maybe, maybe oh, it'll have the most kind of okay wait no no but it's your call my friend you're is my it friend. My call? It is uh, your call. Oh no, I don't know. What should I? I hope we choose the one that has the song that Pam Greer sings. Ninety-nine years is oh. a long, long time. Ninety-nine years, long, long time. I'll tell you what. That's going to decide it. So okay. let's look it up. You want right? to check it out? Well, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to. You see... look it up on your phone. I'm going to. While you look it up on your phone, I'm going to read what uh, Roger Corman said about all this nonsense. <sighs> okay. Big Dollhouse was the second film for my new company, New World Pictures, and I wanted a sure hit. Hollywood had a long tradition of women in prison movies, and no one had done one recently. While the script of Big Dollhouse was originally set in Los Angeles, I realized I could get a bigger-looking film for the same money in the Philippines. Now, here's something that I want to mention. At this <laughs> time, yeah, uh, Roger Corman had a deal with the Filipino government. No way. To shoot, yeah, a lot of ah. movies. So he shot a lot of war movies there. He ah. shot a ton of women in prison movies and stuff. <laughs> right. They had, like, this deal. I think Marcos was in power or something. I don't know that much about Filipino history. But anyway, uh, uh, I'm trying to catch my... I realized I could get a bigger looking film for the same money in the Philippines. So I sent director Jack Hill there with a number of great looking women, including Pam Greer, who left her job as a secretary. Big Dollhouse broke drive-in records and launched a new series of successful films for me. Oh, well, see, now that one might, because it sounds like that one was like the progenitor of the whole thing. So I might be interested to watch that, like how'd this thing all start? I'm trying to find here... Sorry, I'm not talking to the Mac here. Uh, I'm trying to see where it first appeared. Yeah, Alex is checking his phone. I'm checking my phone like every douchebag today. Oops, no. Was that a video? That's just yeah. some ad trying to be relevant. All right. While you while yeah. you look, I'm going to read the uh, Roger oh. Mr. Corman's description Shit. for Women in Cages. After the success of Big Dollhouse, Pam Greer became our standard leading lady for several pictures. We developed a formula where we'd have two girls in trouble. One would be a white girl and the other one would be Pam Greer. While Pam <laughs> Greer had been a prisoner in Big Dollhouse, for Women in Cages, I recast her on the other side of the bars as the evil head matron. Oh, Dude, I see. Alex, okay, I would read The Big Bird Cage, but... Ugh. Oh, I wanted to ask yeah, you something. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen any Ilse She-Wolf of the SS movies? Well, I know they made a kind of joke of that in the Grindhouse lineup, right? Oh, they did? They, they oh, did right, right, Rob wolf, Zombie's yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. some wolf Dude, I've seen, I've seen all yeah, these yeah. movies. Okay, they're, yeah. they're absolutely insane, and they're the most exploitive garbage you've ever seen. But they're, they're, they're fascinating. I bet, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, anyway, yeah. You're still looking? Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm so, I, I see the song here. I'm just trying to see right. when it first... Well, I'm going to read... Uh, yeah, keep reading that uh, while I look. The Big Bird Cage. Sorry, that's just... It's fine. I hate these fucking ads man just like show me the goddamn yeah. Yeah. audiences loved pam greer because she had this energy she was a good actress good looking and she could play strong scenes with a slight sense of humor for uh-huh. my oh you found no no no, no. i'm disagreeing uh, with you because i love yeah. Yeah, yeah for my third women in prison film starring pam greer i took another new twist by having her trying to break into the prison to free the other girls Playing the new fish in prison is the gorgeous Anita Ford of The Price is Right. And it's signed Roger Corman. I love you, Roger. Wow. You know who Thank I love, you. Alex? I love my my uncle, Lloyd Kaufman, and I love Roger Corman. I hope yeah. to meet him one day. Yeah, yeah. man. What um, are you thinking? You know, I, uh, I can't, uh, I still can't find when this fucking song first 
appeared. Hold on. Let me look at Pam Greer's Wikipedia. Also, I can do this off the air too. We yeah, don't have to fine. take up any more time yeah. right now during this, but... but I mean, we could just, uh, you know, blindly choose. I put it up to you. The I Big Dollhouse. I hand you the DVD. You choose, my friend, Interdimensional Alex. Big Bird Cage. In fact, uh-huh. while you look, I'm going to look. Yeah. I am looking in my phone. Oh, I got all these. We are messages. looking for when this song first appeared. Okay. Hold on. And Sorry, you know, folks. you know for a fact it was in one of these movies that, I mean, it I sounds like so. it would be, right? Because 99, 99 years. years is such a Wiki. long, long time. Because I looked it up on YouTube hoping there'd be some nerd being like, of course, this was first seen it, but they're, <laughs> yeah. they're, you're letting me down, nerds. Come on. Uh. 99 years. Oh, wait, okay, Long Time Woman. Oh, it's called, yeah, it's called Long Time Woman. Okay, Long Time Woman. Sorry, folks, I don't mean to give you no dead air. Hold on. Yeah, take, um... Hold on. This is important, people. If we're going to watch a woman in prison movie, we want to watch the breasts. Discogs is where I go. God damn it. It's weird, they... they, Wait, it says 1971. They're always putting in Jackie Brown, but okay, I understand it's on the Jackie, but where did it first show yeah. up? Oh, I know. Ah, the big dollhouse. All right. Found it. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. That's the one that we, we weren't it. leaning towards. So perfect. Yeah. It's been okay. decided. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That was the middle one. Actually, that one, I think, at least according to the back here, is first in chronology. Okay. You want to go there? And have a date, a double date with Pam Greer and some ladies? Are you down? It's yes. up to you, interdimensional. You came here from another dimension to visit your good buddy, Nas Red. Is... This one doesn't have Sid Haig. Ah, what do we do? Why, well, we want Sid Haig, don't we? I mean, we want the whole, Shit. you know. It's already very late for us to do two movies. Uh, oh. I could, I but you know I have to no, do the no, audition. No, no. We so. gotta uh, let's uh, let's surprise them with what we actually did decide on. Okay, <laughs> when we get back on the right. or, or yeah, or, okay, we'll put it in the show notes anyway. Yeah, but all right, Sounds we're gonna good. watch we're gonna watch one of these movies. Sounds you will good. find out from the title of this episode of the podcast. <laughs> We will see you. Get a piece of... Get, go to 99 Cent Store. Get a lot of ice cream and popcorn and stuff. And see the movie that we watched that I'll put in the show notes. But we have no idea what it's going to be. And we will see you. Alex, is there anything you'd like to say? Stay safe in prison, ladies. And we are back. Beaming back to you at this moment, post-prison. We got out safe, didn't we, Naz? Yes, we did. We escaped with some of the ladies. Some of the ladies, of course, stayed. That's the whole kind of theme of these movies. Yes. You yes. think you got out, ladies, but nope. Yes. It's time for more torture. We couldn't just pick 99 one. 99 years is such a long, long time. 99 years. Such a long, long, long time. Dude, You're welcome, Pam. Yeah, Guys, it had to be a double feature. We couldn't choose between... All yeah, okay, so last time we were talking about this, we spent an abysmal amount of dead air <laughs> yeah. talking about 
we should do one. Oh, but I'd like to do three. And we couldn't really decide on which one we would do last time. So we decided first on women in cages. Yeah. And how did we decide that? Was it just... So, you know what it kind of was? It, it was based on the cover. And right. that one seemed to accentuate the Pam Greer character yeah, a bit yeah. more. Yeah. And, and what, I was like, I want some Pam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what happened was, today it's Saturday, July 21st. Yeah. We watched Women in Cages this past Tuesday. Yes. And what we were going to do was, we were going to watch... Well, because remember, we were halfway through women in cages yeah. we we're like this is so fun man if i had more time and energy i want to do like a full-on like triple feature right. yeah and like let's do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll parse it out over the week yeah so then we we made a plan okay alex we'll, we will reconnect on saturday and we'll watch the other two so we watched the big dollhouse then the big dollhouse not yeah. to be confused with so we did women in cages the big dollhouse that was a lot of fun, yeah, too. Yeah, that was super fun. Was, and both, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fun already. And and we were going to do the uh, Big Bird Cage. Right. Which, sorry to disappoint some people, is not, in fact, a Sesame Street movie. No. The Big has Bird Cage has Sesame nothing to do with Big Bird. Yeah. I'm so sorry. No, this uh, appeared to be yet another uh, theme of beautiful women constantly with excellent hair and makeup yes. in prison yes. with great skin. Um, but it was skipping. The Gosh DVD. darn it. The DVD the was having... DVD was skipping. And you know what's funny is I just thought right now, remember when you would rent a tape and you'd be like, oh, fuck, it's all garbled and you'd yeah. be tracking with your... Th you remember when you'd have right. to press tracking on yeah, the thing? Yeah, yeah, And it would kind of... Yeah. Because the damn tape was worn through. <clears throat> so we laugh about that now. Yeah. Someone in the future is going to hear this and they're like, ah, a skipping DVD. That was a yeah. thing. Now it's just a laser that beams into your consciousness. Right. And, you know, It'll be like Black everything. Mirror. You just yeah. have like media in your eye. But yeah. Oof. Dude, what a fucking double feature though. It was a great double feature. We man. managed to get and the double feature. You know what's funny is they're, they're different universes, but you can feel the Deathstalker in the women in prison and you yeah. can feel the women in prison and Deathstalker yeah. a little bit. Yeah. There's, there's sort of like this, this, this shameless camp yeah it and it kind of it predates death stalker by a little bit by a decade yeah by Definitely. like a decade yeah. and you can see the uh <laughs> cavemanish i would say attitudes towards women sort of <laughs> yeah, not, not not necessarily cavemanish but it is very exploitative in the best way possible right yeah no it is it, it, what's funny is okay I would not watch this, these movies in a room of predominantly, like, women. Yeah. <laughs> I would be just embarrassed. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, this is from the <laughs> 70s, and they they were doing the, yeah. I would. I, but you know what? Then again, I'm making a judgment in my mind that these would be like, oh, that's fucked up. Maybe it's very funny for right. some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. some people, this might be very offensive. Yeah. Because, as we both noted, these movies seemingly have a plot. Okay, a bunch of ladies are in prison. One of them, of course, got jilted by her, you know, junkie boyfriend yeah. or her or her mafia boss boyfriend or or the man she was going to marry got popped by the FBI. Yeah, she yeah. had to do the time for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone that's who's... That's the standard, I would that's say. That's the standard. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. how everything begins. Yeah. And everything has to end with, oh, you almost made it. Or one of you made it, but the rest of you are yeah, doomed yeah, to yeah. be here forever. Yeah, yeah. And... It seems to have that whole like, oh, okay, this is going to be like Midnight, Midnight Express, but with ladies. Yeah. Nope. It's a setup per moment of how can we get 
titties. some sexual, <laughs> some titties, yeah. some mud wrestling, some hosing down, yeah. some, some bondage, shots, some... some whipping, some and hallelujah. Yeah. And what is it about this man? Because it's shot in film. Of course, it's trash. Of yeah. course, it's silly. Yeah. But if it were like on videotape or made today, yeah. It could be very powerful. Well, okay. I I know. I was about to say. Oh, what were you going to say? Well, I don't know. For me, I'm. It would would just feel kind of tacky, even though this is tacky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's on film. Right. 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 (laughs) And I don't know. Something about the seventies. There's there's a very just yeah we're doing this yeah 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 there, Sid Haig in the movie we just saw the big dollhouse he was wearing this insane vest that I kept calling the techno uh, the uh, psychedelic Caltrans <laughs> yeah, yeah, vest yeah yeah because yeah. it looked like he was wearing a Caltrans vest but yeah. it was no fashionable yeah yeah, yeah. would yeah. you say the the first one we saw women in cages was way more I would say serious. They were going for a colder tone yeah. with that one. Now, here's the fun fun fact for Pam Greer fans. In that movie, she was the warden, the yeah. dom, and yeah. she was administering the punishments and ha- getting off on having a girlfriend here or there, but basically torturing all the ladies. Yeah. In the movie previous, which actually, in fact, was the movie watched after, so it's weird like that, yeah. The Big Dollhouse, she was one of the inmates, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the many. Um and it was a little sort of more fun and even kind of like intended to be very sexy, this one. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Women in Cages. But of course, that was different. I don't think Jack Hill directed no, I don't Women think in Cages. Women I in forget cages, who so. did that one. You also didn't get Sid Haig in Women in Cages, yeah, sadly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, dude, they're they're very fun. I'm speaking as a man who enjoys skin just like anyone else. Yeah. So it, of course, speaks to the base part of me the lower chakras and i enjoy it yeah i don't i don't look at it seriously in fact you i'm giggling half the time because the dialogue is hilarious the delivery of the lines is fucking funny yeah and it's also just funny when you when you pick up on the on the (laughs) on the patterns you just realize oh yeah this is just one setup for a sexual situation after the next yeah it's it's funny yeah yeah it's awesome it's awesome and it and it's i don't know it, it it's fun i don't yes it's it's in a i don't know it's a product of the time yeah too. yeah yeah and then one other thing too and i i mentioned this a bit before and, but um and look you, you i'm probably gonna get yelled at for some of this i don't know maybe not <laughs> I, I look forward to it. We'll put them on the podcast <laughs> but no no it's just like yes you can argue that these are trash films. Yeah. And I'll, I'll totally back up that the script is laughable. The plot doesn't really... It's just a setup. That it's not realistic for a prison. If it were a real prison movie, we'd all be very uncomfortable yeah, yeah, and yeah. it wouldn't be sexy. Um, but it does do a lot of exploration. And yes, there's a lot of cheap excuses to show boobs and butts and all kinds yeah. of delicious things in between. But you know what you get in these movies? You really do get diversity. And this is why I'm going to get yelled at. It's like, well, it shouldn't be diversity through sex. And like, I get, I know, I know, I know. But I'm yeah. talking about celebrating. Look, let's not be fooled. These movies are about, celeb- I'm going to say celebrating the woman's body. Yeah. Someone else can argue it's not celebrating, it's exploiting. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, yes. Yeah. But let's get real. We, right. A lot of people love to see that. Yeah, yeah. And purely entertainment. Women too. Women too. Yeah. Yes, 
God darn it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean... No, and I'm, we're going to hope that these were consenting actresses and that it was all cool. I'm sh- Who knows? This is all these... We keep finding out that inappropriate yeah. shit went down all throughout the ages of filmmaking. So we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, maybe a bunch of pu- shit was pulled. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to believe that it was kind of like Boogie Nights. They were kind of a family of filmmakers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like... what it seems like. Like, there, there was a movie I mentioned it to you earlier. I forgot the total name, but it was called Machete Maidens from the East. Oh, yeah, something. yeah. Something like that. Right. And basically, I think maybe I mentioned this in the pre before we watched the movies that like at this time, you know, I hope I didn't mention this, but like at this time, <laughs> I think it was Marcos in, in the Philippines. He had this deal like, hey, Roger, come film in the Philippines. And, uh, you know, right. and Roger Corman was like, oh, OK. You know, <laughs> like, and like it was like, you know, so he made a bunch of women in prison movies right. and some war movies and stuff and like you that. Could, and it was the same set, by the way. Same set and some of the same guards. Yeah, dude. yeah, 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 yeah. They got some of the local ladies to yeah. be the prison guards. Yeah. There. But just to finish the point, it, it's like. I can't imagine that before Pam Greer your average audience goer to a f- movie theater would be exposed to another kind of nude body that right. well, I mean what do I know but I feel like was Playboy going was showing Pam Greer type of bodies at that point I don't think so I don't I'm what do sure. I know I, 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 I mean again I I'm, know. I'm coming from I don't know I I have this naive belief that I, I just it seems to me yeah. Yes. Yes. There's much more to know about a woman. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. But just the fact that they're showing Pam Greer as it as nature intended her, and yeah. she's doing this movie after movie, I I can imagine she was breaking barriers yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah. Me too. Just yeah. it, she probably re helped redefine a lot of people's idea of what a fucking sexy woman can look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've worked with women that have done nudity, mm-hmm. and for the most part, I've always found that they like it like they, it's something mm-hmm. that they enjoy like there's a woman i know named tamara betty and, mm-hmm. and her her thing is she just loves to be naked she loves to be nude and yeah. she has no problem with that and when we work together it's not like i was mm-hmm. like coercing her into doing something she didn't want to do she wanted she, she knew right. there was nudity in the part and she was doing it that's the impression that i get with these girls it's not like some weird porno where you're like oh my god this looks like a runaway or something yeah. these look like they're women and they right. look like they do have a bit of agency mm-hmm. and you know i mean we're, you and i were both guys so i don't know how far we can take the argument that these are feminist films we definitely can't i, I don't think we can we you don't know, we, like, i don't think we even yeah. could however we're, we're, because that, that's all i wanted to say is you must know that Nas and I are speaking from who we are. Yeah, and yeah. we can't really see it beyond yeah, yeah, yeah. how we see it because yeah. we are who we are. Yeah. Except I can, we both can expand our consciousness to know that this won't appeal to everybody. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and it's certainly not... If I was commissioned to do one today, I would consult definitely some feminist filmmakers yeah, and say, yeah, okay, yeah. how do I do this genre <laughs> but not like be a pig about yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It would be interesting. That would be an interesting challenge. Yeah. Well, I would write it first and then I'd show it to them and I'd be like, hey, is this okay? Oh, right on. And then if they yeah, say yeah. no, you know. Well, in fact, let me use, using my powers of like empathy and understanding, let me see if it's, if women think this is feminist. Hold on. If it, mm, yeah, no, it's a good movie. They, they love it. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. No, but seriously. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. all jokes aside, we are two guys. Yeah. And so we like yeah. what we like, and there it is. And but I, it's this, it's this, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I could see a woman watching this, a certain type, or you know, mm-hmm. some women that I know 
watch this and be like yeah fuck yeah this mm-hmm. is a feminist thing right, this right. is like you and know, like the- you said is about like the actress you know earlier like the, what we want is consent yeah if someone's saying like please yeah let's let's shoot this and i'm comfortable and is if the crew is cool yeah 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 remember we got a little shocked at one point in women in cages uh uh the pam greer character has a full turnaround she then of course inevitably becomes she was making all the other ladies her bitch mm-hmm. then she becomes the captive of them on yeah. the escape yeah then she gets gang rape killed by these oh, villagers right. yeah yeah held underwater at these rapids in a river yeah yeah and one of those fucking dudes and you these guys as you said they looked like they were dudes who were in like a bar by the shore yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah, they're yeah. like you guys want to be in a movie and be <laughs> yeah. around the hot, oh yeah sure hot yeah. chicks like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, free beer and and, <laughs> and beautiful girls I'm yeah. in just don't bring your gun to set yeah, yeah don't bring your gun to set please and uh, one of them got super fresh and started putting his mouth like either on her boob yeah. or close to her boob. And you and I were both like, hey, 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 yeah. hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> you stay away from Pam. Yeah, we got very like, oh, yeah. hey, hey, Which, yeah. that's the so, other thing. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, like, like it's just interesting how, how like, you got to have a lot of fucking trust. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do this movie and these fucking locals are going to jump yeah, on man. you. And just, I mean, yeah, I yeah, see, like, that's the other thing that sort of prevents me from proclaiming these films feminist pieces just because of the fact that in both of them the women in power Mm -hmm. get violated in some way at the end and that is a very like male thing like if 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 these movies were just all the guards were men and they're they're abusing the women and then finally the women rise and revolt and kill them and stuff then you can make some sort of argument yeah that's very feminist to me whatever you know but then I mean it reminds me of that movie the original and the remake which both of which I've never seen but I read uh, Roger Ebert's review of the original. I spit on your grave. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? No, no. But I, but I've, I've, I know that it exists. Yeah. I know it's been in several installments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that's basically about this woman in the original. It's played by Buster Keaton's granddaughter or something like that. And <laughs> and like she just goes on vacation. Yeah. She's doing her thing. Mm. A bunch of retarded guys like go and like uh, r- rape her a bunch of times, and Ugh. then she goes and kills them all. Yeah, and that's the movie. And I remember reading the only reason I even know about this movie is a because you know we're both cinephiles, we know about movies yeah. and shit. But like Roger Ebert's review was so powerful in his disgust with the movie <laughs> because he gave it zero stars. Oh, damn. and you know when Roger Ebert gives something zero stars, that's like whoa, you, you Roger yeah. really it provoked a strong reaction from him. Sure, but he was saying that like he went to see this movie in the theater and that the audience were like vicarious sex criminals like they were hooting and hollering oh when the woman God. was getting raped and this and that and blah, oh blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah and it's like we watch these women in prison movies as two guys it's funny we can like make comments oh look at yeah. these titties look at this oh that's yeah. funny blah, blah, blah. but if but you, i would be afraid man yeah. if we were in a room full of 50 dudes watching these movies oh yeah i'd get real uncomfortable yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick that's a funny distinction right there these are hangout movies with your be- with like a good pal with what you with your best pals. Yeah, yeah. Kick back with some snacks and some whatevers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch these movies. Yeah, I mean, but l- d- but if you see it in like a packed room full yeah, yeah. of like you know just yeah. male like yeah, yeah. It, w- it would get toxic real yeah, quick. Yeah, the feel. vibe would yeah. get to gang rape 
real real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, like one time Dude. I went, to, yeah, like it, yeah, I agree with like you. Like they'd it would be, be cheering the end. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I bet in theaters people were cheering when fucking oh, Pam yeah. gets <laughs> yeah, submerged. Yeah, yeah. Is all I'll call it. Yeah. I mean, I remember like when Happy Death Day came out. I, I watched it, and there was a guy in the audience that when the when a woman would get killed, he would go, "Die, dirty slut," and it's like. Dude, what's oh, wrong with you? What oh the fuck? Like, you know, like you're bringing this weird energy Dude, to the to the screening. Damn, and it's you know, like, it's pretty common, man. There are some, there are a lot of guys who yeah, just yeah. who just are are very toxically anti-female. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You think in the day that this was released, a lot of guys in on Forty Second Street were going to see this and like, yeah, let's watch some yeah. chicks getting their their things and stuff like that. So, Alex, I mean, yeah, but I but. And dude, at the same time, I'm attracted. I like power play between women. I'll be quite honest. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think it's attractive. Yeah. So there's a part of me that absolutely loves these genres. Yeah. And I'm just like, I like being the voyeur. Of yeah. This. Well, listen, yeah. if anybody has issue with these films, like feeling like their exploitation, dude, we're going to do a podcast episode on Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS eventually. <laughs> like, like, and uh, that's I, nothing. And, and I can't believe I know nothing about that. Yeah. So oh, I'm those excited. are amazing. I'm those excited. are fucking bonkers in terms of how <laughs> offensive they are but like who cares you know like but let me ask you alex yes interdimensional alex as a double feature which we could have it's a shame we couldn't do the triple feature we wanted to do the triple but as a double feature experience yeah. what is your ice cream cone rating and allow me to explain the ice cream cone rating for new listeners indeed it's on a scale of one to ten ice cream cones uh an ice cream sundae if it completely blows us away if it gives us mixed feelings it's a banana split and if it's total hot garbage it's puke so, what is your rating for as a double feature experience? Well, like Roger Ebert, no ice cream cones. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> I almost had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I just wanted to yeah. see what you what you got. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sundays all around. Really? Oh wow. hell yeah, dude! And why? Here's why. It ain't these movies are hangout movies. Yeah. It ain't so much the content. This is on in terms of our podcast history. This is on par with Deathstalker yeah. and the Christopher Lee Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. fun. Right. They're fucking hilarious. They're fun to watch. They make you go, what? Oh, uh, and then you do a side talks with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I noticed... Just, the- it's, it's something to do with your besties, man. Yeah, It's yeah. just like you sit down, or what is it? Uh, sit down with your mates. Sit down with your best mates. With your best mates. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, w- I would give it an ice cream sundae w- as well. I got to, I, 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 it was Sundays all around. Yeah, for me. and I mean, you know, just speaking in terms of just the podcast, because we, we've been doing this for a while and we've gotten pretty good at it. And it's yeah. fun. And it's a lot of fun <clears throat> doing yeah. it and putting it out and stuff. And we have a nice morsel of an audience, you know. Um, I find that these episodes, when we do movies like this, like the Death Soccer episode, they're more popular than when we do. Um, you know, like the the recent release or something. Like when we really? do the recent, yeah, when we do the recent huh. release, it's popular for like two days or or like two weeks or three weeks or something, and then it goes back down, and then Deathstalker goes back up uh, or something. Like, like right now, Ant Man is number one, and then Deathstalker is number two. But then I know Deathstalker is going to go. You know, it's a, it's a weird thing because I think these films are funner to talk about mm-hmm. and funner to sort of die dissect and and examine and stuff like that i don't know you know you know when 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 the internet first came out yeah i was just getting into the death stalker movies yeah yeah. so i was making deaths oh dude i remember this holy fuck go 
you know how uh, computer class was a new thing yeah, when yeah. you and I were about 10 to 12? That yeah, was yeah. when suddenly schools had computer class because now it's a thing. It's yeah. internet and we're teaching kids to use email and all that. Yeah. yeah. And I remember going on to, I remember it was, it was Lycos. Do you remember Lycos as a that, search engine? Sounds, it was yeah, a search yeah, engine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went into Lycos. I put in Deathstalker. It shows me, it says Barbie Benton, Deathstalker. And I'm just naive because here's the thing. Even though I was seeing all that nudity and all that exploitation in the Deathstalker movies, I was still focusing on like the 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 Conan like fantasy right, right, right. element of it, and I just thought that the nudity was a byproduct. I didn't realize that these were excuses to get nudity yeah, and then yeah, yeah. weave some <laughs> kind of sword and sorcery plot around them. Yeah. So I click on this, and this image of Barbie Benton, she was the princess in the first one, who's right. being held captive by the wizard boobs out it's yeah. a playboy because she was playboy playmate <laughs> that year naughty boy and it's right there and i remember like some of the kids around me see and i'm like <gasps> and i like exit out and they're like what are you looking at i'm like no nothing nothing yeah. but i remember that dude yeah, yeah, i yeah. fucking remember that so i also bring this up saying like if i was looking up death stalker and there were some things you could find on the internet you know that there's a niche crowd for all these things yeah if someone way across the world we're not even thinking about in some country who's like I love prison women in prison movies yeah, yeah. in fact hey Philippines a shout out of love to you yeah. because these movies were made <laughs> yeah, yeah. in your fine country yeah. so so any anyone in the Philippines if you have any tales if maybe you have older relatives who worked in Please. these movies yeah, yeah that would be awesome to know about. that would be super awesome in fact speaking of the Philippines it's funny watching these movies I mentioned this while we were watching them you can tell which of the actresses were the actual actresses from Hollywood <laughs> yes. and which of them were Filipino extras that they maybe found in the village or at a bar or something like that. You right. know, like, by the way, speaking of, uh, <sighs> you know, uh, the actors in them, what do you think of a young Sid Haig? Oh, dude, he, he was fun because he was just kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. And he knew what he liked and he was just kind of unapologetic about it. And yeah. that's kind of his thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to notice. He He's just like, doesn't give a fuck yeah. and just keeps doing his thing. And um, he got real fresh with Pam. But yeah, yeah. at least character-wise, she seemed to be quite... You know, oh, yeah. enjoying it yeah. I, I, who knows it seems to me that they had a good working relationship from well, what we know which pam did you prefer the one in ah women in cages or the one in big dollhouse hmm i'm really attracted to the woman with all the power who yeah. then loses it at the end so yeah. I, as a as a sort of character type i liked her being like the dom who then, yeah. who then gets you, her come up and yeah. You like that arc. I like that arc, yeah. but you know, I also, uh, I know, you know, I'm, 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 I'm dreamily thinking about her from the previous movie. So I think I'm going to go with the big doll house. Yeah. Just kind of just her whole, like she was just, she was she, so feisty. She was feisty. She had a plan. She didn't give a fuck about it. She, to the point where she didn't notice she was about to get shivved. Spoiler yeah. alert. She got yeah. needlessly killed by this. By the most beautiful junkie you've ever seen in your yeah, life yeah. with no marks and yeah, no yeah. circles yeah, yeah, yeah. on her eye and no... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, you gotta love 70s movie junkie that looks super hot because they always do this thing where, like, they shoot up and then you can't, yeah. see, you can't see this listener, but I'm doing this sort of... They do a dream nah, ballet. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, they do a dream ballet they, and it's they like... They dance about. Yeah. And I think, I mean, neither of us have done heroin, but from what 
we've heard. I mean, I've seen Panic at Needle Park. I don't yeah. know if that's any... Does Al Pacino ever do a dream ballet kind of thing? I was thinking, uh, before we do this movie, uh, <laughs> I could do a dream ballet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I could get up and, you know, just start dancing yeah. around. No, no, what do you Al, think? No, Al, I'm the director. Um, Nobody on heroin does that. They usually just lay down in their bed and Yeah, do but nothing. I'm in the moment. No, no, I'm I, feeling I, in the moment. No, I, under, I, I, like... I understand that, Al. But the thing is, you're not, like, the Al Pacino yet. You're just doing Panic and Needle Park. Nobody knows you. So just do the fuck what I say. Okay, but can you just give me a quarter? I, I have to go. Okay, I okay have here's a, a quarter. Just... I got to catch the bus because okay. I, I have an audition Here for the go. new Strindberg play. Here you go, Al. Okay. okay <laughs> I said the new Strindberg play. There was no <laughs> yeah, new, new yeah. Strindberg. That's, yeah. But yeah, um, what else? Like in terms of like acting, is, is, I, the thing is like, I think time sort of dignifies these kind of movies and mm. stuff like that. And it is, they are interesting time capsules. And, you know, like. Yeah, you know, and it's not. <laughs> it doesn't yet belong i don't think i don't i could be wrong but i don't feel like i'm wrong yeah, yeah. <laughs> said every man who yeah, ever yeah. <laughs> um uh, this doesn't belong in the like truly unacceptable category of say birth of a nation the, no the you know dw griffith yeah, movie, yeah. because that didn't even let black people play the victimized right. fucking tortured yeah, yeah. you know and actually not that that part is inaccurate but the fact that it glorified the kkk is just like yeah that's fucking reprehensible yeah yeah this doesn't i don't know you don't feel totally dirty after watching it not, not totally totally although did it kind of it sort of ended on yay rape for both, for both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it that's definitely the that's the only thing is that it did sort of like well there's no salvation for you ladies. yeah yeah, bam, 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 yeah. Bam. like do you know yeah. what would be interesting if we like watch this with say like shannon or something and see what she thought of it that you know be, what yeah, i mean yeah, that would yeah. be like super we, interesting. it would be interesting to <laughs> you know, like, like yeah like we like, gotta watch you know what that would be a challenge next time we do something that's you know in this category something yeah. that could be exploitive shannon. To, to women yeah yeah she's fun all right yeah okay cool. cool but i mean you know like that's the thing though like it's weird i don't i'm not like as when we're getting into this episode i'm not like Oh man, this is weird doing this in the era of Me Too. But in a way, I am thinking that the, the current climate is around. It's mm -hmm. undeniable. This 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 well, uh, you rapture. Can, and you can watch these movies with the lens of the lessons that we're now learning. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you can watch them and you can still have fun while not condoning any of the like I don't condone brutality no. to women. But I condone art. I can, I love genre yeah yeah exactly the genre is fun it's fantasy yeah yeah and it's like you and, know, I, and i'm hoping as they say no animals were harmed during the making of this movie yeah. i hope no women were yeah. harmed during the making yeah. of these movies no titties were slapped yeah. i hope not <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean i don't know man like it's like we can only take the conversation so far being you and i being that, two guys you know what i very, mean it, and that's Good, good for you for recognizing that. Yeah, but whatever. Because I almost later. didn't see it myself, yeah. and that's part of being a man in this world. Is you don't quite get it as much as you get it, and I'm yeah, not yeah. knocking the re man's reach. Yeah, but while you're reaching, your vision ain't necessarily the best. Yeah, like I, I heard. Uh, I mean, it, I should have known this would lead into like a Me Too conversation or something. But like, I heard this guy say something. Maybe it was a guy. Maybe it was a girl. But some somebody said that like. In this era where women are really vocal and they're they're talking about all the shit that we've been doing to them for years and years and years and years. Centuries. Centuries. Millennia. Millennia. 
all we can do is just look down, nod, and be, and listen, and be like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. and not say shit. Yeah. Don't say anything. Yeah. Just listen to them. Yep. It's like if 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 somebody was victimized, don't fucking say, <laughs> I have a daughter, I have kid, yeah. oh, I, I have Jesus. a mother. I, I ha- hate that yeah. shit. No, just fucking look down, like, open up your stupid ears. Not, yeah. not you, Alex. You're, you're no, 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 no. This is but the... Yeah, yeah that's it. That's all plus. you can do. And, and yeah. the thing is, but then it's a weird thing because I am against people telling other people what they can and can't do in their art. I yeah. think art should be able to express something, whether it's personal or societal. Well, I think... Art is where the worst shit should exist. Yeah. You can't get rid of the worst shit, but you yeah. can put it in its proper place. Right, right. I don't want... Dude, I I would be terrified if I lived in a war zone. War movies, they're pretty fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be in like... Okay, I love The Raid. You know yeah. that movie? Yeah, it's I don't, awesome. I don't want to actually be in an apartment building that's having that kind of violence go down, and I don't want to engage in that kind of violence, yeah. but I fucking love watching that. Yeah, yeah. We and I love seeing skin, yeah. but I don't actually want to brutalize nor see or condone like right. savagery to women. Right. So art is where we can put fantasies. Yeah. And with fantasies come the most forbidden shit like killing yeah, yeah. and i guess rape yeah, and i yeah. guess also you know adultery and all the sinful shit yeah yeah i mean it, it, yeah exactly and, and that's where it should exist wouldn't imagine a world where we're not actually at war we just now make movies about it yeah if only countries said oh that's it let's settle this we're gonna make war movies yeah, yeah. but not actually fight each other yeah, you know that'd that's be great what, that's what it should be so like yeah I think, and look, part of being a human being also is taking, you don't take everything from, we're, we're not looking at these as gospel examples of how to treat nor engage with people. No, not at all. You can watch these with your mature lens. Yeah. And go, like I say, like the, the overriding word is, fu- not override, the, 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 the overall word for me is fun. Yeah. It's fucking fun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, and I also look at it like this. Let's say in the 70s, Instead of Roger Corman making a women in prison movie, he made a movie called uh, Women Are Great. And, and, <laughs> and Roger Corman yeah, presents. Ro- women are, women yeah, are great. Yeah. Yes. And in and, and Women Are Great, the women are just treated so well. Mm-hmm. And, and the men are portrayed as just treating them well. Mm-hmm. And they're not portrayed as the way men actually treat women, which I, I seriously think the majority of men treat women like shit. Yeah. Whether it's emotionally or physically or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know if what you I mean? worked, if you actually worked for that prison that had those ladies, you really were in that world. Yeah. yeah, yeah you'd yeah. probably turn into a dog like the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except for you and I, Alex. We of would, course, yeah, we'd be we like, uh, first of all, I believe <laughs> the women here should have a voice in how meals yeah. come at different times. Yeah. Of the day. And then no, remember no. that part? Remember that part where Sid Haig goes up to uh, Pam Greer's cell and he's like, oh, I got a letter for you. And then yeah. and then she's like, oh, let me cop a feel. And then he starts feeling her boobs. Yeah. If we were there, we'd be like, hey, Sid! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. that! You idiot! <laughs> stop it, you disrespectful! Yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what we say comfortable here in the seat. Yeah. But if you're actually in that situation, it's fucking weird, man. When, yeah. you, when, when, when power, when actual fucking... That's the thing. I would not want to be a real prison warden. Yeah, no. But with a consenting friend and she wants me to be the warden and discipline <laughs> me, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey! Yeah, I'm down. That's the thing. Fantasy. Yeah. This is where we should be putting everyone's aggression yeah. into art, 
into fantasy, yeah. into dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that's that's my point. Like, which movie would be more realistic in terms of the societal oh, yeah. attitudes for well, women? No, women I are would, great. I or? would want to have. Okay, I th- I want to live in a world in which it's called women are great and men are great to them, and there's something. I feel like we need to all be given the green light to let our freak ogre fly and be that yeah crazy fucking man yeah because it is desired but but when it's desired yeah if you thrust that upon someone without the invitation now you're a toxic dude yeah 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 yeah. but if it if only so i know i'm not quite answering the question because i'm trying to find like the beautiful marriage of the two movies where it's called women are great and they give their men the green light when they feel like it (laughs) for them to go But, um, and when the men feel like it too, as being agreed yeah, upon yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know what? That's idealism. We do live in a world where basically men and dude, we're all capable of it. Unless you're, unless you're really exercised, because as we've said, this has gone on for centuries and millennia. Yeah. If you don't turn on your 21st century cap and, yeah. and, and really get that brain open and the consciousness flowing going like, oh, okay, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I got all my caveman tendencies. I got history in me of just rah. Yeah, 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 but I gotta think a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah I th- I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, I but think, anyway, yeah, yeah, no, but I agree. One thing we also can't fault the movies like, oh, it's it's depicting. It's like, no, that's kind of what happens. And in, in fact, they're doing the fun version of that. Real life is is way worse yeah, than yeah. these movies could ever be. Yeah, oh, definitely. Like these movies are silly. Yeah, what's actually happening? Or plus, as you you know, we live in a world right now where again, have we have we solved the situation with kids being taken from their parents have they all been reunited I don't think and so. even if they've been reunited are they're basically all in a detention area so yeah. that's happening right now but if y'all are gonna get mad about genre pictures it's like no we got yeah, let's yeah. let's yeah i mean i remember when jerry springer was in the 90s when people when he was a thing and he was at the senate and they were grilling him over his stupid show which whatever i enjoyed the show yeah, but yeah. he he basically said how perfect is your society that you you have nothing to do but but criticize a show. It's a show. Yeah. It's a stupid thing for the stupid box for stupid people. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a like fuck? really. And it's like I think at this point in time anybody that goes and attacks a work of art is dumb because there are so many other more things that you can attack that need to be attacked you're aiming low basically yeah, exactly. i mean yeah yeah we we all can demand smarter content and yeah. better results from our art yeah sure yeah but what we really need to be attacking is why the fuck am i paying that much for my food why the fuck am i right not getting the medicine i actually need yeah like aim high people yeah if you're gonna get if you're gonna get mad go for who's really fucking yeah keeping all this shit the only way a movie can kill someone is if i took the dvd snapped it in half and stabbed someone (laughs) in the throat with it that's it the content on it can do nothing it's just ideas that's how the dvd skipped you know yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) alex shh fuck I, that's how I got the DVD. God. I killed the guy at an Amiibo. Oh, right. <laughs> like, I didn't want to shell out the 10 yeah, bucks I killed yeah. for these women. So an Ice Cream Sunday double feature, women in prison, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. it was yeah. fun. And when we got to talk about some other things. I got, and, I yeah. got to make a little recommendation mm. that's sort of related. Yeah. Jack Hill did a movie. We got to watch it together. Mm. I saw it on YouTube. It was wild. It's called Spider Baby. <laughs> 
It's a crazy movie. Okay, yeah. It, 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 yeah. One day, let's watch it. It's Please. the most bizarre thing. It's like old. You know I it's love like, bizarre. Yeah, it's fucking weird. By the yeah. way, Jack Hill did Coffee. Ah, hell which, yeah. Which makes sense. Wait, by the way, you're more of the Pam Greer expert than I would say oh, I, I am. I don't know if I'm an expert. Uh, what, I saw. I I didn't see everything. What, but were you asking which ones I saw? Well, what was the song? Did you saw... Oh, yeah. Coffee was the song. Coffee mm. is the color of... Yeah. And, and also... And... It opens in a in a discotheque with people. Ba- it looks like Soul Train. In the right, right. Everyone's right. just getting down and you have that yeah. song playing. So then what about... Uh, Coffee... Foxy, Foxy Brown. Brown. Foxy Brown. What was the song for? Was that the? Oh. Dun, 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 dun. I'm 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 taking from Jackie Brown. That's where I'm. You, you know, know like... you know what's funny? Oh, fuck! I had a CD back in the day that had all those things. Oh yeah, and I should know the Jackie Brown ways. And yeah, I had. Did it use? Some of these actually had like you know like Trouble Man is a fantastic soundtrack by Marvin Gaye uh-huh. for an otherwise kind of like okay Whatever, mafia movie yeah. like black exploitation mafioso yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But it has this, f- but but of all people, you got legendary Marvin Gaye yeah, yeah. throwing down some legendary tracks nice. for this nothing movie. Yeah. My, you know, my dad went to his concert, Marvin Gaye, when he was like, alive. nice. Yeah. Oh, By the he way, he was lucky, man. I, Marvin Gaye is one of the best. Yeah, so I went good. through a. No, it wasn't even a period. Just one night, I went and just got all these ex like obscure black exploitation things from the internet and stuff. Yeah. And this is more than ten years ago. But what was, maybe you'll know this. What was, mm. what movie was the song? Little Child Running Wild. What was that from? Dude, that's Superfly. Superfly, right. And right. that's Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, yeah, And that, again, the movie opens with that. Yeah. Two junkies walking through New York. Yeah. Dude, we missed the Superfly remake. I wanted to see that. I really I genuinely did. I was yeah. just in a super poor period and I just didn't, I, I was, I I was scared you, about spending any money on movies but i will watch it because i really was interested in that and i normally don't like remakes but this seems like it's very smart and very capable and like updated for today yeah yeah which is good i wouldn't want them to try to remake a 70s movie it's it's fine for what it is for the 70s i love that dude i saw that at 15 and you know boom boom when everyone else was into the, ah, my parents don't love me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. emo. My baby. Yeah, yeah, just when people were into that sound in the late 90s, yeah. I was walking around going, doom, doom, boom. Nice. Doom. You were a cool kid, Alex. I mean, I thought I was. I wish we knew each other. I don't know if anyone else yeah. thought that, but yeah. yeah. No. If I knew you, I would have thought you were cool. Likewise, yeah. brother. Thanks, Likewise. man. Thanks, man. So let fist bump, you, man. You, you can't see it there, but that was we a true a brother fist, fist bump. Yeah. By the way, I want to just, as an aside, this was a special night because Nas's family oh, yeah. is gathered here yeah and some delicious food was was being served but, I don't I don't want to sound all schlocky and no like, no no not at all here but Alex but like it's a for real oh thanks man it's a pleasure to be able to come here and do the podcast with you and I've always felt just very invited by your family and I, I, and I I don't take that lightly like it, some people are very like yeah thanks so uh, yeah no like yeah, no, there, no, there's a there's a part in there's a there's a nothing part in Beastmaster that wouldn't affect anyone else, but for me is really special. Yeah. And it's and it's not you wouldn't it's a part in Beastmaster that's just like what? And if I've already said this on the podcast, pardon me, folks. I smoke a lot of pot and I forget <laughs> no, no, sometimes. But there's a he saves uh, a girl from from Rip Torn, who's amazing. <laughs> he's yeah. still Rip Torn. Yeah. Oh, I spoke and he wants your child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a bad Rip Torn. <laughs> anyway, he would be more like. 
you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Beastmaster saves a little girl, brings mm-hmm. her safely back to the family. The family's like, well, let me at least make you a meal. And then they, and it's like the typical thing where like, also we'll provide you with the next bit of information that will help you with storming the castle kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. he's like, okay. And then he just simply like makes eye contact with the guy and just simply says, thank you for the meal, my friend. Yeah. And, and leaves and you realize, and I just was thinking like, wow, I know it's just a very little moment. It's a nothing thing, but like, it's very, I take like, I'm, I'm a walking Beastmaster, right? You are, and thank you, sir. I even have the mark of R on, oh, no. on my, hey, you know, man. like I, I have <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the gods kissed my hand. Yeah, and I, when I'm fed by a family, especially really delicious, that's, it was delicious Persian food, by yeah. the way, folks. What is katats and rice? And oh, smoked chicken. Yeah. Delish, yeah. and so that was very special. So to be able to do that, and and also, uh, how is he related to your? Was he an uncle? My my cousin, your cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He, cousin, and also the the. Oh, that dude! Oh, he's the... my mom's cousin's husband. Okay, he's well, like this older gentleman. This and... older gentleman watched half of one of these movies yeah. with us, and it was so <laughs> funny. Yeah, it was yeah. so great. Watch that was great too. Yeah, yeah. Again. bunch of guys here by the way and and again shout out to i probably then after we established that we only so know so much as guys we probably then mansplained our the shit all over that so (laughs) probably we should have quit while the getting was good but i do think it's good that you said and remind us that uh you know we we saw these through our own eyes we only know what we know yeah yeah well i mean you know as far as uh, having you with the f- uh, with my family here, you are family, Alex. Oh, cheers, I, I'm I feel very close to you. Our friendship started from me buying marijuana from you, and it, and it <laughs> blossomed drug into. Dealer. And literally, I mean, maybe maybe this is your first time listening to this podcast. But when I started the podcast, I just knew that Alex would be great on the podcast. So when I started, I was like, Alex, I'm doing this podcast. And every time I would go, not to get all mushy and friendshipy, but let's, let's do it. Let's, let's get bromance here. Just a here. bromance. Just a I little. I would go to, to, VB, to a place where, <laughs> where, where Alex works. Yeah. And I would get weed. And but apart from weed, we would talk about movies. Yeah, that was the thing. Like we would talk about pop culture, and it was. Right. Al- I would always come out of that place with this buzz of uh. just like, man, that that guy's cool, and it's fun talking to him and stuff like that. And when I started the podcast, I was like, dude, that guy knows how to talk about movies, and I love hearing him his pop cultural mu- musings and stuff like that. So yeah, man, you know, likewise. and it's it's blossomed into this great thing. I really love doing the podcast with you, oh, my friend. Cheers, man. And it's been a lo- few adventures and along yeah. the way. And stuff like that yeah, man. but but speaking of all of that uh also i i just want to say one thing mm. uh because i think we're winding down now yeah. like yeah um in our pre-show you were talking about chris christopherson and you were talking yeah. about a star is born yeah and then i said if i remake a star is born i would cast zach braff in it and i would have him vomit piss and shit himself and die <laughs> and then i i was thinking about it all week and i was like oh man that sounds so negative i don't know zach braff and that just sounds like i oh, I, yeah, I, right I don't on. like zach braff or something zach braff i have no problem with you man maybe i was uh, maybe uh, because my mom loved your show scrubs maybe i was a little jealous of you maybe but but hey man i'm sorry i didn't mean oh, to so, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I, I i know you're listening zach but right, right, but right. but hey man you know no hard feelings in fact i was at record surplus today just buying records with my uh, with my cousin uh-huh. and they had garden state for 90 cents but i didn't buy it but, <laughs> no i'm serious i'm not i'm not trying <laughs> no, to be no, mean no, but no, like, no, but no, like no, no 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 you know, and then i was like i was like i was like i should buy this and watch it and give it a chance 
And then I looked at the cover. I was like, no, fuck this. And yeah, then I just no, put no. it back. I, no, no, but I, hey, no, no hate. Nothing against him. No I, hate. I, I didn't, I didn't no like it at the time. No, no hate no, no, at all. Hate. It's just he has, a, he has a super punchable face. No, no, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zach, 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 Zach. Zach, baby, I love you. Zach, come on. Come on, Come Zach. on, baby. Alex, any other things about this women in cages, women in prison <laughs> kind of thing? You know, the, the, the ladies... I'm just gonna transport them from the prison and take them into the menagerie of my heart. Oh, that's beautiful. Alex, where can the good people find you? At Castaway Clown, if you please. On Twitter, of course. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasrad. Follow me on Instagram at Mr.Nasrad. Email me at Nasradpodcast at gmail.com. And visit me at Nasrad.com for all of your Nasrad needs. And please do like, share, and subscribe on iTunes. And leave me a beautiful review. And buy a Wild 7 Productions t-shirt. 10% of the proceeds go to Children Incorporated. Goodbye, you locked up friends, right? We're all locked up and trying to get out. Beam out, Alex. Friends! <laughs>